Welcome back to Big Business with Sarah. And I am so excited for this six-part series, the countdown of 2024. And yeah, really specifically for small business owners, you know, what, how can you wrap up the year and how you, can you prepare for the next year? And for today's episode, I want to talk about small business trends to watch in 2024. And you know what I would normally do is that I would look up online and everything, but I'm just so you know, of what other people think that the trends are, but I am actually so, so confident about what I'm, I'm sharing. So this is just really what I think is the industry trends overview and yeah, what you should focus on for the upcoming year. And uh, so what I believe to be the key trends uh, that are expected to impact the industry in 2024. So this is for different kinds of businesses, right? So this is for an online business. If you're running an online business, this is for if you're having a small business. This could also be brick and mortar business. Really, this just really applies just Use your imagination a little bit. Try to find a way you know, how this can work for you as well. And also specifically for people who are working in arts and culture. And um, the, when you're an artist, you're automatically a business owner and try to think of ways, you know, how this can apply to your artist practice. I'm not giving you any advice on how to, you know, create your next art piece or, or your next book. No, but I'm trying to help you navigate, you know, in which ways you can attract uh, maybe a different crowd or maybe funding or you know whatever makes m you know makes happen or provides that you can survive with your business uh, or survive that you can actually keep on creating art so one of the first things you know you've heard me say it a, a lot and because I, I truly do not believe in it anymore I already did for a couple of years now and um, yeah it's you know advertising and you know with new privacy rules in the EU which I'm actually very much for you know what I find so interesting is that sometimes you know business owners are using advertising targeting all those things you know seeing who are uh, exactly clicking on you know, whatever, and, uh, whatever advertisement you're running or, uh, and then, you know, how many clicks in the, in the email and everything and, you know, consumer behavior or, uh, or even also in business with business to business is so un unpredictable actually, because there's so much and I'm not going to say the market is saturated, but it's, you know, there's a lot that people can choose from. Let's say it. Let's say that. So you can't really, you can't really put a conclusion to the numbers you're seeing, and especially with advertising. Um, yeah, you can you can see that, but don't be you know don't don't be too much about that. And you know what I believe in is demand generation instead of lead generation. So creating demands, attracting people with your content, uh, create content with your emotional intelligence. You know, there's, there's so much happening right now in the online world, but also just in the entire world, actually, that you, you can really make a difference if you're using the right words and you're using the right sentences and you're using the right way or the right examples to have your story to to create the story that really applies to your future clients and so another thing that i i want to share 
with you is that also, you know, when you're creating a funnel, so this is a little bit in, in the same, you know, creating ads, creating funnels, these are all lead generators, right? And or um, cold calling or cold DMing uh, on Instagram or LinkedIn, you know, just sending people messages that or cold emailing, you know, whatever. Uh, actually just annoying people with your message. That's what you're doing. And um, there is actually one person that I'm in a coaching group uh, right now I'm not coaching her but you know we have the same coach and she is creating such creative funnels and really surprising ones and she's really using her and her clients emotional intelligence um, in order to surprise people so stop creating the funnel um, look at my lead magnets here download my white paper and then after three days people receive another email how did you find the 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 white paper no try to be try to be very uh, creative in this and this person that i was speaking about you know has very interesting integrations with quizzes and everything and yes for that you need someone maybe to help you but don't just create a funnel because you will lose and burn your audience so yeah that that's what I want to say about ads and funnels. You know, it's it, especially you know funnels maybe not, but uh, especially advertising is going to be so much more difficult. And um, yes, what I actually did want to mention is <laughs> those business owners who are using ads, you know, to um, to attract their audience. They don't want either that other businesses know everything about them, right? So that's the reason why those rules are here. Uh, it's unnecessary information. You know, where does the information go? You know, that's the question that we have to ask ourselves. You know, where does the information go? And, you know, I don't want to put any fear in your minds or whatever. You know, I'm not, I'm not here for that. That's not my message in my business. But it is actually quite... Well, I mean, maybe spend some time thinking about that. You know, uh, which kind of human do I want to be? Do I want, you know, to persuade people from a paid advertisement, follow them and chase them? Or do I just want to create the content that people want to see and then have them be self-led and, you know, create the opportunity for them to decide to buy? So another trend that I'm seeing, of course, is that we're going to work smarter with AI. I remember when it was, I think it was beginning of this year or end of last year that AI, you know, ChatGPT, you know, launched their, their, um, their program and, uh, and there all of a sudden one day later, there were all, uh, all these AI prompts experts and yeah, good for them. Right. Um, of course they weren't, but yeah, what what happened what i've seen in 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 the ai world is that you know we were really in the discovery phase this year right so people were playing around you know seeing oh you know what if i'm doing this prompt and if i'm asking ai chat gpt to create a table it just does it and all those things and you know you're creating all these different kind of images you know for instance a crocodile behind a laptop and then all of a sudden yeah there's a beautiful ai rendering of a crocodile behind a laptop and so we were very much into the discovery phase this year you know see what ai can do and everything and it's really taking over a big part of our lives and and of course there were critica criticasters especially for instance also in the movie business you know about you know ai generated 
uh, scripts and everything. And um, yeah, I, I, I just find it very amusing because I'm not afraid of AI at all. I think it's going to help us a lot. So, uh, you know, make it happen, you know, make it useful the upcoming year, create something, you know, discover a part of AI, what you believe is going to be very interesting for you. So for instance, if the AI uh, images is really going to help your business, maybe, you know, in your promotion and everything, yes, go work with it, do it, use it, but, you know, try to, you know, get, well, you can still play with it, of course, but try to see, you know, okay, so what actually does work for me? Because now we have discovered everything and, and, you know, it's not for everybody. Fine. You will get into it in five or 10 years. You know, it's really up to you and we're not going to force anyone. Um, but yeah, I think AI is going to take a, a more serious place in, in the small business world. Then a third trend that I'm seeing is that you're going to do, everybody is going to do more um, inner work. Let's just say it like that. There is so many copycats out there. This is also one of the reasons why I am less on LinkedIn right now and more active on Instagram because I'm seeing all the same LinkedIn posts and people are just copying everything and... I want to advise you to what I've what I'm doing right now is to go back, uh, recalibrate and focus on what you desire and attract clients from there. So do not copy, you know, some creator who's already got a million followers or already made a million in sales, but just really be true to yourself. And um, what I've seen specifically this year, 2023, is businesses actually collapsing because they were an unhealthy business to begin with. And, and most of the time, those, unhealthy, those were unhealthy because, for instance of advertisements, you know, advertisements are getting more expensive. You know, it was very easy three, five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, a Facebook ad didn't cost anything or a Google ad. Um, it didn't cost anything. And now it's costing a lot per lead. And, and actually you're throwing money away and it's just all going to a very big corporation. <clears throat> so um, I've seen a lot of unhealthy businesses collapse. You know, people were saying they're making a million dollars and then the next year they're making 200K. I mean, it's fine for me. You, you can just do it. But of course, your method is not long term. So doing the inner work, being very true to yourself, trying to be more true to yourself. And this is interesting because very, very little people actually know what they want. <laughs> And maybe, you know, when you're listening to this, you're actually thinking, you know what, actually, I should take some time to sit with myself and think about what I really want. For instance, I, I didn't do that um, at the beginning when I started this business, and I wish I got this advice. This entire podcast, all of the time, all of the time, every episode is about, I wish I had gotten this advice <laughs> sooner. <laughs> and now you're getting it for free. So just keep on going. You're on the right path. You know, don't let people, you know, scream to you that you have to do it some way. And I know that there's also business coaches or other coaches who are saying you have to do something the, the right way. But really try to find that gut feeling and, and, and think, is this person who is advising me this, is this a person who is the right piece person to advise me on this? Yes, no. And then you decide. Then another trend that I'm seeing is to follow trainings um, you know, more trainings, there's so much available, you know, the, the digital online learning 
industry is super big and you know you're actually if you're not doing that you're missing out and i'm not saying that you should follow all my trainings yes if you if you like if you like working or listening to me yes go for it do it but be open to anything that is possible for your business and you know the thing is what i'm seeing is that for instance when i was creating my word of the year we're going to talk about that in the next episode uh, sometime I think it's going to be uh, not the next, but the one after. But my word of the year in the for next year is going to be expand with an A, right? The second, so it's e, expand and pant is with A. And um, and first, I don't really remember what was. And at first, the name was or the word was different. But then I. One of my coaches, she said something and that I was thinking, no, 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 I sh- it shouldn't be that word. What was it? Um, stability. Yes, that was it. That it. Actually, in the first place, so I think it was in September or October, I thought, oh, yeah, stability, that would be nice. That's going to be my intention word for next year. But no, now I've changed it to expand because that's so much more powerful. And because now I know that I have a very stable business it's running people are are, you know clients are finding me people are re-signing with me and you know continuing the collaboration people are happy with what I offer so I know it's it works I love what I'm doing Uh, that's also very important Um, every day every day I wake up and I'm like yes yes let's let's it's go time (laughs) Uh, well that's actually it's actually kind of true Um, so be open to uh, oh so yes so with my word of the year um, I wanted I wanted it to be stability in the first place and actually stability is such a dangerous word that's why that's what I wanted to share with you stability is such a different difficult word because you will never get uh, a stable whatever and and I should have known this when I've formulated the goal but that's okay and but stability is not something I strive for actually. I strive. I want it to be nice, fun, but it's okay for me if it changes. I was just tired when I made that, when I created that word, and and that's so interesting, right? So you're if you're if you really want to have a stable, uh, you know, for in, in my case, you know, for instance, that I wanted to have that stable life and everything, I had to look down in, in deep down inside and think, why did I want, why do I want to have this stability? Yes, but you're tired. Okay, so that's it. So now it's going to be expand. So be open to anything that is possible for your business. And also complacency is not here for you. So don't think that you've made it already. And, you know, with your one program or your one album, or your one book and that that's everything no keep on moving every day and once you accept once you accept that you are going to move every day it's going to be so much easier because you're not fighting that you have to move every time no because you're already moving and it's so much easier you know jumping on a moving train than it is to stop at every station and start up again and yeah you know you know what i mean 
And then the fifth trend that I'm seeing specifically with freelancers is that you really have to ditch your hourly rates, please. I'm seeing so much more freelancers going into packages. I'm so proud of them. Some of them are my clients, of course. But clients want results, not slow people. And if you want to learn more about that, you can find one of my episodes about why uh, hourly rates are for lazy people. And there, there's where I'm telling you, you know, why I, I think... I think this is going to be the future. So create packages and you know try to think of services uh, that you can offer in a packaged way. So in summary, there's actually never been an easier time to create your business from your heart, from your creativity. So 10 years ago, when you were starting an online business, you needed to have systems and everything because it wasn't there yet. But now there's so much there already. And, you know, it's, it's mentioned in one of my favorite books of this year, but it's written in 2018. It's from Daniel Pink and it's called A Whole New Mind. And his, well, it's actually more an essay. His essay is about that we need more creative people in the world or at least have people use their creativity more because there are so much things that can, d- can be done uh, automated. So when I, for instance, first started out uh, with my online business, which is two years ago because I launched it in Black Friday, during Black Friday uh, two years ago, it was a pilot and then I really, I officially started coaching in March, but yeah. So I already kind of tasted the online rainbow there. But uh, I, I hired a virtual assistant uh, to do all the automations for me because I was led to believe that that was very important. So I would have a website, I would have a shopping basket, I would have you know all these systems, and then people would get an invoice automatically, people would get an email, people would get the login to you know, one of my programs, people would get my link to create, um, for uh, my Calendly link, link for them to make an appointment. And actually, the thing was that most of those systems kind of weren't working because, you know, sometimes there was not not a right Zapier connection, everything. And what what I ended up doing was actually when something went wrong, I had to pay for that, of course. I mean, you know, of course, you have to pay for someone's services. But actually, I want to advise you to create your business, which you can count on. And yes, delegate if you want to, but first understand what you're delegating. I was way too trusting and really um, yeah, lost a lot of money. I would never advise to start with a team. Um, so start really small and build from there. Be humble. Do not expect that anybody owes you anything. And learn every day. Take 10 minutes each day to listen to a podcast, follow a training, follow one of my trainings. You know, you're listening to this podcast, so great job. Uh, I am currently taking about one hour, one and a half hour a day to learn something new. I think this is incredible. I'm also, I'm a runner. Um, I'm at 40 to 60 minutes, so it's quite easy for me to listen to things that I'm learning from. And sometimes I'm just listening to uh, great playlists that I've created, you know, with some really fun music. But sometimes I'm also listening to trainings and be honest in your business, you know, be honest, be honest, like David Beckham says, Um, you know, really, what do you like? You know, be honest to yourself. What don't you like what what do you not like uh, and the thing what happened uh, last week I had a very nice call with one of my clients from nine lives and uh, this is my uh, low-cost membership and uh, one of my and I told I told my clients because they're in the in the pilot and it's going to launch January 1st 
nine lives. And I told them that they could re uh, resubscribe at their founder's price, which was very, very low. And then one of the clients asked me, who was one of the founding members, she asked me, are you sure? <laughs> Yes, I'm sure. And it, I thought it was an interesting question because for me, this is this is crystal clear. But actually, so with nine lives, I, I could create nine lives even if there's no clients. And nine lives is a program. I'm sending out emails with a new training every week. There's live Q&As. Okay, Q&As would be difficult if there would be no people. But so I'm creating weekly trainings and I'm batching them. So I'm, I'm creating 10 trainings at, you know, on, in one day and then I'm, you know, it's going to be spread out in the next 10 weeks. And she asked me, are you sure? Yes, I can do that without any members. Currently there's 11 members, so I'm very happy and I know it's going to grow. But... That question really triggered something with me because I know, I, and I've, I come, I, I'm coming from from a very far place because first I needed, I needed um, uh, people to um, to tell me that I was worth it, but I don't need it anymore. So focus on creating smashing content. That's what attracts people. Um, interact on different platforms. Find the platforms that work for you. And in the next episode, I'm going to share uh, how I am revising my content strategy every year around this time of year. I'm actually doing it this week. So next week, I will share my journey with you and uh, how I'm doing that and how you can do that too. So I want you to yeah enjoy the upcoming year but also looking back you know at which trends you've seen or you are seeing or you know maybe something that you thought was going to be very big but actually you know turned out it didn't um you know just be humble and grow from there